Blog Talk Radio. Live from Chicago and Las Vegas, you're tuned in to the show that's always on top of what's trending. It's Page One with LaVar and Mary on Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio Nation, you are tuned into page one with LeVar and Mary. So glad to have you here with us on this Friday night, January 14th, 2022. I have to get used to saying 2022 because even then it sounds hard to believe it's 2022 because it seems just like yesterday it was probably like 2000 and now we are in 2022. Um, but you'll have to be here with you. Hope that you all had a good week, and I am joined, as always, by my wonderful friend, Mary. How are you? I am awake and alive, and at this point, okay. It's been a rocky start to 2022. Yes, it has. It's been a rocky start, and I don't know why, but it seems like this week was it seemed like it went fast, but it went in slow motion, if that makes any sense. It does. Absolutely. Yes. And I agree a hundred percent. Yeah, no, 2022 has gone off to a rocky start. And I know uh, it seems uh, when uh, the last few weeks uh, that we have joined you, we started off with some word of sadness. And I know this past week, um, came news of the death of two luminaries in their field and new in the field of TV, Bob Saget, uh, who passed away on Sunday. Uh, his funeral was today out in Los Angeles. And, um, you know, that was, it was one of those things where I think um, it hits you if you were, cause I know there's a lot of people, it's either give or take, you either loved full house or you didn't. A lot of people thought it was hokey. A lot of people thought it was, you know, um, Good. And the thing is, is that I love the Full House. I even love Fuller House. And it seems odd now to think that a cast member from that show is no longer with us. Um, you thought, you know, he'd probably be like the old 80, 90-year-old guy still cracking dirty jokes. But unfortunately, like I said, we lost about Sunday. And, and, and the news broke um, during the ABC broke in during America's Funniest Home Videos, a show that he also hosted. Uh, you know, for a generation, you were used to seeing him either on Full House or on AFV. And, of course, post those careers, he did a lot of things, too, and was just getting back out on the road. And, and that's the thing that's so sad is that um, a lot of people said he was like their TV dad, you know, Um I don't know. It just seems odd because now a lot of those people from those shows that we were used to in the 80s all seem to be growing older or 
passing away at an early age. Uh, it, it makes it, it makes you a little bit reflective. Um, but yeah, that was kind of sad. Um, and then also in the music world, the uh, death of uh, Ronnie Spector. Uh, her place in rock history, I think, is uh, it's well taken care of because of the many people that uh, her and the Ronettes influenced. Um, and so it, it's it's sad that she's getting all of her proper credit and flowers now, but it's kind of like it would have been sure nice to do a lot more of that when she was around. Um, but they did, and she knows, I think, her place in rock history. And, uh, yeah, just it's like 2022 is just like giving no fudges whatsoever <laughs> right now. <laughs> That's the way of putting it. Yes, it's it's <laughs> taking the bull by the horns and definitely giving it to giving it back to us, kind of thing. Man, but it's just like ever since we hit twenty twenty, it seems it's, it's kind of like just everything is gone. So I don't know what happened. Um, I, I don't know. Like somebody said, ever they traced it back, and, and I know this sounds bad, but they were like ever since. You know, Kobe Bryant passed away. It was like everything's just gone sideways. And I was like, it's just, but at the start of 2020, started with a lot of questions. And then it's just like COVID. Um, yeah. But, you know, I would hope that the reason where I'm going with this is that it seems like it, and it seems like there's a lot that's going on. But I, as I've said a couple of weeks ago, keep swimming <laughs> because it's it's a lot to take in um, even in this new year which is only 14 days old <laughs> she's already but a lot has happened I don't know why but yeah it's only January We're only midpoint of January so um, but how's the weather out near you because here in the Midwest I know it is cold uh, some places to the south are a little <laughs> bit warmer. Uh, normally, when I think January, I think that the it was years ago the warmer temps used to be out near your way, but now that is not the case. Um, no, we're actually cooler. Could... Um, granted, cool for us is not that cool for a lot of people, so um, <laughs> it's taken with a grain of salt. We'll go with that. Um, it's right around, um, looking at the weather or the temperature now, um, 50, almost 60 degrees. Mm. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Cool for us. So you're, so you're all wrapped up in your little blanket with your, uh, cup of coffee or hot cocoa. (laughs) My mug of hot chocolate, yeah, right, and the blankets, and oh wait, I'm wearing a t-shirt and shorts. I should have be wearing like I don't know pants. Um, yeah, so <laughs> so it's a little yeah, it's, it's cooler. It's fifty five, fifty six. Oh yes, I feel real bad for you. Uh. I, I'm I'm sure you do. I feel bad for the Parker wearers out in the world. Yes. <laughs> They're real bad for you. 
but yeah, by the way, speaking of coffee drinkers, one of the things I saw last uh, week after we did yay or nay uh, was actually – and I'm not a coffee drinker. Um, I, can't, I can't even tell you the last time I had coffee. I think I've count, I can count on one hand the number of times I've had coffee in my life, um, and it, it's not many. But I did see something. Uh, because I know that you are a coffee drinker, and I know that uh, you have to have your cup first thing in the morning. Extra yay or nay, I guess you can call it, but Hostess has been selling Twinkie-flavored Keurig pods for several years. But if you need your coffee really? to be even twinkier, yeah, if you need your coffee to be even twinkier than that, uh, there is now a Twinkie-flavored creamer. Uh, the brand International Delight partnered with Hostess on this official release. Uh, it's a limited run for now, only available until July. So if you want Twinkie Creamer <laughs> for your coffee, uh, yeah, would you be game for that? Are you a Twinkie I'm okay fan with that. Uh, no? I mean, yes-ish, but not for coffee. You put everything else in the creamer. I don't, but other people do. Yes. <laughs> I thought you would be. I thought you would be down for that. <laughs> uh, no, I, I. I know that's a weird thing, right? You would think coffee drinker like, like some. Well, what you, what yeah, creamer, no. What creamer, what creamer is your go-to? I mean, what do you put in your coffee? Half and half. <laughs> I know I'm boring. If there's a flavored creamer, it's usually sweet cream, Italian sweet cream, which is not even. <laughs> yeah, Italian sweet cream, and then after that, it's vanilla. I mean, yeah, I, I really don't need. I like I like coffee flavor. I like the flavor of coffee. So I need to get away from creamers. So when I when I travel, I usually drop it down to just um, a couple of sugars and and a coffee and a couple of sugars. I like this. I like the smell and taste of coffee. Good coffee. Crap coffee, forget it. Then I need like something funky and fresh. But good well, coffee. Well, what's identified as a good coffee? You see, this is the thing. This is like guacamole it, to me. If it doesn't. <laughs> If, co- if it doesn't smell, or if it doesn't smell or taste like it went through a sock, I think it's okay. <laughs> I, I, like I said, once again, as as a, no, a novice at this, and somebody you know, or somebody that does not know, mm. I don't know. You know, like some people be like, oh, I can smell that, or like a Colombian roast blend, or um, you know, I, I got this. Um, different blend from this or some people like espresso or some people like this. And I was like, I don't even know. Coffee espresso is coffee. Is, it's a, probably... is the way that coffee is made. So espresso yeah. is the way that coffee is made. It's, it's pushed as water, hot water pushed through very packed, a small, a, a shot basically of very packed coffee grounds. And, it, and it's very specific. That's a specific type, like way of making it. Just like a latte is a coffee with milk, latte. Um, but yeah, when what? it comes to coffee itself, like it smells. There's a very specific smell to coffee, and good coffee smells robust. I mean, I know that sounds weird. Like, how can you smell robust? But 
I, that's the only way I can describe it. It's it's full. It's it doesn't smell bitter. It smells okay. like it almost warms you. So there are people that like bitter coffees. Some, I guess. Yeah, because they have coffees that are made with like, like I don't know if it was you that I was talking to or who I was talking to about coffee, but there's some kind of coffee beans that are buried in some kind of feces, and they're like the highest. Like you pay a ton of money to get these beans. Like I think I heard about those. It's like no thanks. I'm I'm okay with that. Or maybe it was an so animal ate the coffee? beans and then yeah. I would say that was her Because <laughs> I was just going to go there. I'm like, maybe it was the animals ate the beans and then defecated. And then they, I, I, I yeah, to me, that's crap coffee. <laughs> yes. You know, I, I, I did myself no favors. So I'm going to give you that line again. I'm like, so. <laughs> there we go. Here we go. There we go. Now, I, um. But yeah, no. Some people like lighter flavors. Some people like like the heavier roasts. I I like the medium. Just I'm very middle of the road. But I wanted to have a good, strong coffee flavor. And if and I don't like it to be bitter. And I don't need it to have extra stuff. So if it smells different, if it if it has added flavoring to the bean, I yeah, no. Just give me. Good ground coffee, and then gotcha. you can smell it. You know the different smells. I remember years ago when we used to go to the grocery store. Uh, my mom, at that time, I think they drank was it the eight o'clock coffee or whatever it was, and mm. you. Well, this is back in the eighties, probably when stuff tasted a lot better, because there's a huge difference between stuff from the eighties to now. <laughs> um, mm-hmm, it's kind of like the mm-hmm. kind of like the planters' cheese balls. It's like back then you loved them, and now when they came back with them after being away for so many years, it didn't taste right. <laughs> it's like it had a more mm-hmm. more like fried exactly. type of like feeling. But back then, you know what they did, and I remember this fondly, was that you could open the bag, and they had a machine in the store. And what you would do is that it had the instructions on there, and you would pour the beans if you wanted it ground. You could pour it into this machine and put the little bag under the little uh, dispenser, and it would ground your coffee for you in the store. And Mm -hmm. I used to always get a kick out of it because it would make so much noise because you could hear it throughout the store. And I was like, oh, somebody's Mm -hmm. getting their coffee ground up. And I was like, you can open that here at the store? You could back then. It was almost like, well, here in the Midwest, when Brock's Candy was made, uh, they had this huge display of the Brock's Candy, and it had a little box there where you could put a nickel. I think the suggestion was like a nickel if you took like a piece of candy, and people would take a piece of candy. They would do it. They could put like a little bit of change in there uh, to pay for that peppermint that they wanted or that caramel that they wanted. But yeah, I mean, those days. Oh, I miss those days. Actually trusted you. <laughs> <laughs> We're both like, oh, we miss those days. That's because, uh, okay, I miss those days because yes, I remember the eight o'clock coffee and yes, it was better back then. And yes, I remember that machine. 
that machine always had the best smell mm-hmm. because they had to clean it every day because if they didn't clean it, then you'd have leftover grounds from the night before or yep. the day before or whatever. Exactly. And it would, exactly. oh, those grounds would be awful. They smell just <laughs> disgusting. But yeah, yep. they, they always had really, it was real. So that one was one of the few machines you always knew was cleaned. And it was just, I loved it. I loved the smell of it. It was great. Yeah. yeah. And nowadays people get fancy. And I bought one for a friend where they pressed the coffee. And I was like, why would you want to go through all of that for like 30 minutes just to fix a cup of coffee? But I'll never get over that. But yes, I, I, I digress. Um <laughs> But we Coffee got cream. a lot to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, we do have a lot to share with you tonight uh, on this Friday night. Uh, all of that coming up here in moments, and then we have our uh, first topic of the night, and then we'll have our retro moment of the week. Uh, also ahead um, in our second half hour, I came across an interesting story, and perhaps. Maybe now, even in my, I don't like to say my older age because I, I don't feel old, but it, I kind of learned a little bit of a lesson this week. And I'm not sure if this is universal, but it was about texting. We'll share that story. Uh, we'll also take a live look at what's trending. Um, and tonight, uh, we will have, or attempt to have, <laughs> uh because we haven't done it in a few weeks, the Urban Dictionary Word of the Week. So all of that is coming up tonight. Um, Of course, uh, this weekend is the holiday weekend, uh, of course, for the commemoration of the birthday of Dr. Martin Luther King. So a lot of you will have a three-day weekend this weekend. Um, I think (laughs) now, even in retail, there are King Day sales. I, I don't know how if you're not saying that I can't tell you that it's, you know, what to do. But I was like, how do you uh, it's walking that fine line? How do you how do you do the sale? <laughs> of the King Day holiday. I I don't know. It was like we're gonna sell celebrating by okay. spending money, stop it. Right. <laughs> but I think when I first saw that a few years ago, it threw me off so badly because I'm like, really? Uh, even then, I think probably three or four times a year you could pull that off. You know, just like a president's day sale. Okay, what did presidents have to do with a selling of carpet or cars? I, I, I don't know, but uh, <laughs> just my thoughts. Uh, but on the almanac for today – By the way, uh, not just in the almanac, but today is a landmark day because three television shows um, debuted on this day. Uh, Seventy years ago, the Today Show debuted on NBC. Uh, Dave Garraway, of course, was the first host of the Today Show. Uh, in 1976, the Bionic Woman debuted on ABC. And on this day, 50 years ago today, Sanford and Son debuts on NBC. Wow. January 14, 1972. Uh, actually, I think I read somewhere because Norman Lear 
um, who uh, created the show, it was the only show that he didn't have on CBS. All the other ones were pretty much on CBS. And All the Valley was on NBC, and it was meant as kind of a direct opposite well, not almost not opposite, but kind of like a. It was the first to really feature an almost all black cast, uh, which was groundbreaking in itself back then, and it was kind of meant as the alternate version for of all the family, um, and yeah, I mean it it for a show that a lot of people still watch and still love, and you could ask people about their favorite. Uh, episodes and I don't know if it really I don't feel it got a lot of the it's a small way because you know when we talk television shows you know we do talk all the family we talk uh, I love Lucy or we talk about other shows that stand the test of time and I know for many years it's kind of like Sanford and Son I think kind of waved along maybe the Jeffersons perhaps kind of was you know something that more people kind of uh, related to, but I never felt that all uh, the Sanford Sun got like its true, um, I guess, flowers that it should get because of its effect on history and how it affected other shows uh, that came afterwards. Um, but I think because of the way it kind of ended and the fact that it probably could have – it kind of ran its course at a certain point, and the, the spinoffs that they attempted to do that failed kind of hurt it, but it's still well-beloved. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, so if you have an opportunity today or tomorrow, um, catch your favorite episodes of Sanford and Son. So, <laughs> yes. Um, but today, January 14th, on the Almanac, it is uh, Ratification Day. It is also National Hot Pastrami Sandwich Day. And it is National Dress Up Your Pet Day. No. No, I, no I'm not going to either. <laughs> my old man is not getting dressed up. I, not anytime soon. He's going to be like, I've been naked my entire life. Why are you trying to put something on me? Now, is a pet truly naked if they have fur? Well, aren't they? I don't know. <laughs> if they because <laughs> I mean, you could easily shave all of that off. Um, so at that point, would they then be naked, naked, or would it be clothes? Is that clothes? So, so now I now I pose this question to you: Are humans that have lots of chest hair? naked um if you can't see other particular things i don't think so (laughs) (laughs) you see where i'm going with this right just because you can shave it off it's not part of the body and it goes back so i would say i I would say no i don't they are naked yes that's why i turned it right back around and said possibly not I, I believe that they are naked, yes. No, that's that's the technical term for you folks that want to be technical about it, but that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow, January 15th, it is National Hat Day. Uh, it is also National Bagel Day. 
It is National Use Your Gift Card Day, the third Saturday in January, which this will be the third Saturday in January. Uh, National Use Your Gift Card Day, National Strawberry Ice Cream Day, and it is National Booch Day. Um, January 15th, also known as National Kombucha Day, uh, kicks off a way to celebrate with kombucha fans. Uh, it, of course, if you don't know what it is, it's a lightly effervescent, fermented beverage with a bold, invigorating taste. I have tried. This is a bunch of lies. To... It is not lightly effervescent, heavily effervescent. <laughs> it and says that if you like tea. It says if you like tea, you'll probably like boots too. Um, I tried, and I'm trying, but. It's just something about it that I can't it's, latch on to. The smell drives your taste buds weird. I'm telling you, mm-hmm. people are not understanding the connection between the way it smells and the way it tastes. It probably tastes fine, but I can't get past the smell. No. No. Some don't. I will tell you that now. Some don't. And I don't know why they try to go all crazy with some of the uh, flavors. Just stick with the basics. Because they try and go like a uh, mango uh, slash, it's like I'm trying to think of an odd like fruit or something that it would probably do like mango slash uh, cantaloupe something. Durian. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? I was like, just can I just have a strawberry flavored kombucha? And I was like, that's all I want. And I got excited because uh, someone suggested that I try them and I found one but it was really a battle trying to like drink all of that down. <laughs> I have actually some in my fridge because I was like well, I'm going to try these and try to be better about it maybe I'll get used to it but yeah you're right the smell yeah it's <laughs> entirely different <laughs> entirely um, Sunday is National Without a Scalpel Day National Religious Freedom Day National Nothing Day. Uh, I think that's <laughs> – so would it actually be a day if it's I'm, National I'm Nothing Day? I'm confused by that. Okay. I, I, I will help explain it to you. Uh, so National Nothing Day, uh, each year on January 16th, people across the nation recognize it. The observance was created as a day to provide Americans with one national day where they can just sit without celebrating, observing, or honoring anything. Um, so yeah, it's, uh, it says, well, it may be a good day to celebrate nothing at all. Uh, we suppose putting nothing in a glass and setting it on a table might suffice for celebration. You might even leave your diary page blank every January 16th. Don't mark anything up calendar on the 16th either. Uh, for those people whose birthday lands on January 16th, wrap an empty box. That should elicit a nothing response. Appropriate for the celebration. So yes, National Nothing Day. Uh, it was um, <laughs> in 1972. Columnist Harold Pullman Coffin proposed it. The day has been observed in all of its nothingness since 1973, and it is sponsored by Coffin's National Nothing Foundation, which is registered in Capitola, California. So. Nothing. <laughs> okay. And Sunday, by the way, is National Fig Newton Day. 
Do you fig Newtons? Fig Newtons. Yes, actually I do. Okay. I also do like actual figs as well. <laughs> uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, Monday, of course, we said it is the observance of the birthday of Dr. Martin Luther King. Uh, that day is also National Classy Day. Uh, it is also National Bootleggers Day. And it's also National Hot Buttered Rum Day. Um, and then on... Okay. Yes. On Tuesday, National Michigan Day, not college, Yay. but the state. Oh. <laughs> it is uh, National Peking Duck Day, National... Uh, God, every time I trip over this word, you thesaurus, I want to say it's the thesaurus. It was thesaurus. <laughs> it is also National Winnie the Pooh Day on uh, Tuesday. Wednesday brings World Pork Day and National Popcorn Day. Yes, if you sell some popcorn. And then uh, January 20th. Uh, which is Thursday. It is National Butter Crunch Day, uh, National Disc Jockey Day, Get to Know Your Customers Day, and National Cheese Lovers Day. So, But I want to, for the first time, actually tell you next Friday, and I'm actually going to give you one of those days ahead of time so that you will be prepared. Uh, but when we meet, I'll give you the rest. But National Hugging Day is next Friday. And for those of you that know me, I am a huge hugger. So, National Hugging Day. There you go. Yay! That's all on the almanac for today and for this week. Um, I wanted to – we're already at the halfway mark. Can you believe this? Um, yeah. I'll tell you what. To help our friends, and for those of you who are coming in, uh, where have you been? Uh, this is page one. So when we come back, um, everyone knows occasionally we have stories, um, some on the silly end, some on the to no end, some on the more serious end. Uh, the next story coming up uh, after the break is going to be – because I, I, actually, I'm just going to go right into the retro moment of the week, but uh, it's on the more serious end. One where when I heard it, it was insane. Uh, but there's also an update to it uh, as of today. Uh, we'll talk about that. Uh, also, like I said, we will have a live look at what's trending. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about a story about texting and Urban Dictionary Word Week. Before we go to break, though, I uh, want to remind you, because I'm not going to actually uh, do any of the – submissions or anything from this week. I'm going to hold off because I'm trying to hold off for at least a few weeks before we kind of do something. But I just want to remind everybody, Tournament of Bad, coming up in March. <laughs> um, if, and only if, <laughs> you have a suggestion that fits the criteria, because I've already outlined over on our Twitter page exactly what we're looking for, hit us up on Discord, uh, if you're on Twitter, if you're on anywhere where we're at, you can hashtag Page1TOB and give us your suggestions. Um, even if 
you are on. Well, I'm, well, I'm pretty sure Mary's not there. Uh, she's mostly over on Discord. <laughs> um, I was going to mention our other favorite place. Twitch, Twitch, that one. Yeah. Twitch, Twitch. Yeah. <laughs> That's the magic of it all. But um, yes, if you're in any of those places, hashtag page one TOB. Nominations run through the end of February. Not February, February. Because, <laughs> of course, I have to say it correct because that is a special month for me. February. It runs through the end, and then we'll do it in March. So, <laughs> but yes. Uh, but yeah, we're going to go to Retro Moment of the Week. Two of them for you tonight, and then we'll be back. You're listening to page one of our Mary here on Blog Talk Radio and also available on Apple and iHeartRadio and now Spotify. You're joining us there. <laughs> we'll see you in a minute. I ask myself, Red, which ballpark Frank pumps more, the beef or original? Any fool can tell you it's the beef. Fool, who's a fool, fool? Just my love to ask a fool. The original pumps more. Don't tell me the beef pumps more. It's the original, because I'm the original dummy. You're the original dummy, all right, and it's the beef. Uh, hey, fella, we just want to know which pumps more. There's one dummy around here's enough. Right, dummy? High-grade ballpark franks. They plump when you cook them. No rinse, no wipe. With big and fast. Once over and you're through. It cleans linoleum twice as fast. As new detergent do. Big and fast. Yes, Spick and Span gets linoleum cleaner twice as fast, twice as easy as sudsy soaps or detergents. Because you just dampen your mopper cloth in Spick and Span solution, and dirt just mops away. Once over, no going back to rinse or wipe dry. Yet grease, sticky dirt, even dirty heel marks disappear. The floor dries instantly. You can walk on it, you can move the furniture right back. Then look at your hands. You can see and feel that Spick and Span is mild. It's milder than the mildest detergent. So get Pick and fan, no rinse, no wipe, with pick and fan, once over and you'll lose, pick and fan. You're listening to Page One with LeVar and Mary on Block Talk Radio, your source for all the current topics and news you need to know. Here's LeVar and Mary. back to page one with LeVar and Mary on this Friday night, January 14th. So glad that you can join us. Um, do they still make Spick and Span? I haven't even seen that in the store. I think they do. I, I don't know. I, I really <laughs> don't know. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get our crack research team on that and uh, we'll figure that out if they still make it. I'm pretty sure they do. Uh, I thought as of the, the 80s, they did. Uh, and then, of course, Red Fox commercial for Ballpark Frank. How how out of it? Well, I never thought when I did the research on this that I would have – if you had told me 
hey, there's a Red Fox commercial for Ballpark Franks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I even know. No, I, I, I wouldn't have gone back and said, yeah, Red Fox, Ballpark, Ballpark Franks, absolutely. <laughs> That's the one thing we love about Retro Moments because you never know what we'll find. So, yes. Um, but the first story tonight that I wanted to get to, and I, this is why I left it for now, because I have a feeling that we're probably going to talk about this one for the next few minutes. But when I heard about it, I kind of had to read it twice, and I couldn't believe it. And it. It is more so a commentary on just how out of whack uh, sometimes. Not all the time, because there are many great people who sit in the role of judges in courts who truly want to make change. But in this one, I will honestly tell you that uh, this one did not, and in my own opinion, because this is why we love this show, gives a bad name to judges everywhere. But the story came out this week uh, right here from Illinois, uh, in Quincy, Illinois. Uh, a judge who found an 18-year-old man guilty of sexual assaulting a 16-year-old girl uh, came under fire after he later threw out the conviction, saying that the 148 days the man spent in jail was punishment enough. The prosecutor in the case said her, quote, heart was bleeding for the victim, an organization that helps victims of domestic violence and sexual abuse said that Adams County Judge Robert Adrian's ruling sends, quote, a chilling message to other rape victims that their behavior, not the rapists, will be judged. Uh, the Quincy Herald Whig uh, reported that this week. And on Wednesday, Adrian, apparently angered by the criticism, told another prosecutor appearing before him in an unrelated case to leave his courtroom because the prosecutor had, quote, liked a comment on Facebook that was critical of the judge. He says, well, he told the prosecutor, I can't be fair with you. Get out. Or stems from a case that started with the arrest of Drew Clinton after a May 30th graduation party. During the trial, the judge heard evidence that the girl had told police she attended the party where she drank alcohol and swam in a pool in her underwear before she eventually passed out. She said she woke up to a pillow pushed on her face and Clinton sexually assaulting her. According to the police report, the teen was able to push him off of her and then told a friend what happened. She later told her father, who called the police. And in October, he was found, uh, Adrian found Clinton guilty of felony sexual assault, but during a January 3rd sentencing uh, hearing, he said that he would not impose the mandatory minimum sentence of four years in prison. He said, end quote, Mr. Clinton had served almost five months in the county jail, 148 days, according to the court transcript. For what happened in this case, that is plenty of punishment that would be a just sentence. Let me repeat that to you. That for what happened in this case, that is plenty of punishment, that would be a just sentence. Uh, there is no way to judge explain for what happened in this case. The teenager should go to the Department of Corrections. I will not do that. But the judge said if he were to rule that the sentence and statute he was bound to follow was unconstitutional, his decision would be overturned and Clinton would be ordered to prison. In order to avoid an appeal, he believed he uh, would be successful. Adrian said what he could do was determine that prosecutors had failed to, quote, prove their case and dismiss the sexual assault charge. Uh, the prosecutor in that case said that she had never in her 40-year career seen anything like the ruling. 
and worried how the ruling might affect the victim. Uh, the trial, quote, did a lot for her healing process, but now she's back to where we are at. Um, a lot of people uh, were coming out on this, but uh, Clinton's attorney said that the ultimate verdict was the correct one because the prosecution did not prove its case and the evidence was not strong enough to warrant a conviction. Now, as for an update to that, today, the judge who ruled in that case um, pretty much has now been barred from criminal cases. Um, on uh, yesterday, uh, yeah, there was an administrative order uh, filed with the Adams County Circuit Courts removing him from handling any future criminal cases, and it, I. I this goes to show, and I tell people how important it is, even where you live, um, to if you vote for these judges, because some judges are appointed and uh, some are voted in. Uh, in cases where judges are voted in, this is why it is so damn important to do your research. I know it takes a little bit out of your time, but Judges like this, and like I said, I've sat on juries, and there are a lot of great judges, those who care deeply about the law. And there are those, unfortunately, who make rulings that baffle me. This one baffled me to no end. And there's something I want to say. <laughs> But I'm going to hold off for a second because I want to bring you in on this. But I, I just – there's no words to this, and, and it's upsetting that in a case like this, a very sensitive case like this, that he felt that 148 days was enough. There, okay. mm-hmm. There's a lot to unpack here. So let's, let's, let's start with the easy stuff and kind of dig into it. Um, he was wrong. Two steps forward, two steps back kind of thing. One step forward, two steps back when it comes to sexual assault cases. And I'm going across the board. I'm not saying just um, male to female, but also any kind of assault cases, sexual assault cases against males as well. Um, how anyone can say you didn't prove it happened If I go to a party and I have a few drinks and I go to bed, I expect to wake up the same way I went to bed. And if I wake up with a pillow on my face, I don't care what's happening to me at that point. You are trying to kill me, okay? Mm -hmm. You are trying to muffle my screams. You are trying to keep me from doing something or seeing you or whatever. You're keeping me from doing something, which means that you are – in any essence of the word, regardless of sexual assault or not, you are assaulting me. You are in my space. And that is a criminal offense. And on top of that, you're supposed to be an adult. Mm-hmm. Now, the wider problem here that I see is that you're going to say 
that what the law and the code that is in place that people have spread, that people have put into place, that people have voted into and could change is wrong and too harsh for this guy who assaulted another person. Forget again, woman, male, sexual or not sexual. He assaulted another person, and you're going to tell me that that's enough? He's learned his lesson? I want to call bullcrap. I want to say much harsher harsher words than that. And we're, and I'm also already starting without even putting in the fact that it was a sexual assault, that this girl mm-hmm. was 16, that you should be teaching your sons, not warning your daughters. I mean, warn your daughters, absolutely. As a female, and I had this discussion with another person today after reading through the story. We had, you know, I said, oh, this is going to be an interesting night because we're going to be tackling something pretty serious. And we don't do that very often, but when we do, it is pretty serious. And I, and I try to come prepared. Mm-hmm. We were talking about it. It comes down to it's a completely different feel for someone that is, and I'm, I'm sorry, it's, it's going to be, this is going to, I'm going to have to separate this. If you are a female, in this world, you have to treat the world differently. And you see the world differently than if you are a male. If I leave work late and I'm going to my car and it's dark outside already, I've only got one AirPod in so that I can hear what else is going on. I'm very hyper aware of my surroundings. I have my keys in my hand like weapons. I have somebody on the phone with me as I'm walking to my car. So I can be like, yeah, I'm walking to my car. You know, I'm parked over here in the garage. And, and I'm saying way too much information very loudly. Because in my world, someone could jump out and grab me and drag me behind a bush. And God knows who what, you know. It could be right. that they're trying to take my money. It could be they're trying to take my, you know, my dignity. They could be trying to kill me. It could be anything. But the fact that I have to look at the world like that where I don't see a lot of gentlemen go out with keys in their hands like weapons and an earbud in and talking really loud on the phone so that people can see where he's going, I don't see that. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. But the fact is I'm teaching my daughter these things. I have to be aware of my own. I have to be aware of my surroundings. I have to be wary of people. I have to be traveling in groups. I have these are things that I have to do because if I don't and something happens, I'm going to go into a courtroom and trying to plead my case, get looked at and say, "Well, why didn't you? You right. weren't prepared. Why should I have to prepare for that?" Unfortunately, exactly. I, and then. Take away all the other things. Um, The unfortunate truth is I do have to be prepared, even though I could be the victim. And that's what makes this really upsetting to me. Because, again, taking out the sexual component, although that part pisses me off to no end, taking that out, breaking it down, he assaulted another person, and that person is telling that the judge is telling that person in no uncertain terms, you weren't prepared for this, and you're you're partially to blame. 
yeah, he's he's to blame for doing something, but he's already served some time. You're partially to blame because you didn't blank, 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 blank. You weren't prepared with these things. You put yourself into this situation. You wore clothes. You did whatever, whatever the case may be, whatever the reasonings may be. You, as the victim, did this stuff. So that means he shouldn't get punished as badly. And that's what that's makes like me so saying mad. When, you put your yeah. hand on the. It's like saying that you put your hand on the stove, and it's the fire's fault. It's hot. Hmm. And that's that's the upsetting part. That's the really upsetting part. Yeah. You know, and it goes back to, you know, this is why I think that made me mad was because of what you just said. You know, like, well, this happened because that, and that's the reason why he's not going to, you know, the the punishment is not going to fit the crime. And I was like, yeah, it, it so many times and in the past, and think about how many cases eventually uh, were wronged and how many people were wronged because of that met, that level of thinking, uh, people who got away with things that they knew better about. And this is why half the time, because they feel that one, they're probably going to be judged and two, that no one's going to care and that they're going to look to shame the victim. Um, I know a lot of people were probably asking, well, what did uh, the victim in this case did think Inside Edition did talk to her this week, and she told them that once she heard the judge say that he was going to be walking free, she said she just lost lost her breath, and she's had to leave the courtroom because she couldn't stop crying. And she said, I just feel disrespected. And her dad uh, said that this pretty much has taken her senior year from her. She's had to do remote learning uh, because of the heckling at school. She had to drop out of cross-country, and he said, you know, these are things that he's watched destroy his daughter, and she's not the same person that she was. Um, and that is, you know, judges that do that, you know, especially with that rationale, that reasoning, don't need to be sitting on the bench. Um, you know, you could say whatever about Burton to prove for this what you know i don't know how much more is it going to take i don't you know do you want like video evidence do you want like you know uh, you know thank god she got out of there before more happened i mean wh- how much more do you want you know i i don't know it, it was and i read that it was the first thing that pretty much it you know it made me sad because here we are still in a time and period in which things like this aren't properly taken care of by a system that we depend on to properly punish those who do things like this. And it goes before people who have no business, uh, making a ruling on. And I hope that that particular judge never 
goes back to a criminal case because he has proven here that he is not equipped to make a sound decision. I think that's pretty much as strong as I can put it. Do you have anything else that you wanted to add to this story? Oh, well, I mean, I, I don't like that. I don't like that um, he was, quote, unquote, punished because it's almost it's almost a slap in the face. It, it's like, if you're going to do that, just why did you even put him in jail in the first place? You're going to let him go kind of thing. Right. Um, right. But he's probably going to do it again to someone else. Who knows what's going to happen to that someone else? If that mm-hmm. someone else is going to be lucky enough to get away with, you know, with their dignity in their life. And I know that sounds exactly. harsh, but somebody that's done it may do it again. And it's more likely to do it again if they aren't learning their lesson. And 140 some days in jail is not a lesson. Four years, right. take that away from your life? Absolutely. There are people that are serving longer terms for less crime. So that's number one. And then number two, I don't like the fact that she's getting heckled at school, that she's getting shamed at school. What are you teaching your children? That's, that's on the parents, and that pisses me off so much because that's on it's your daughter. If that happened to your daughter, and if your son is the one doing that heckling, shame on you. That leads to what I call street justice, because one way or another, some fathers, <laughs> when that occurred, oh, they would have been waiting right outside the court. But forget others. This mother would have. If that was my daughter, yeah. and that happened, I, I tease, I, and and you know very well, and and the the folks at home could probably guess I've never been in jail, like as a criminal, um, but I'm not afraid to go back to jail again. Hmm. You know, like that's, that's the kind of attitude I have. If that, if that was my daughter, if that was right. me as an adult and that happened, oh, there would be hell to pay. Right. Forget hurt. I would get pain. And apparently yep. everybody outside agrees. <laughs> Love it either. No, it's just yeah. yeah. It, it, it's it's again back to prepare your daughters to teach your sons. Right. Like don't forget to well, teach your sons. Boys will not be boys. Teach them to not be boys. I concur. Uh, taking a quick look at what is trending before we get to our other story tonight. Of course, it's Friday night, so most of the shows that are on tonight are trending, such as SmackDown and AEW, Rampage, and Drag Race. Uh, Space has got talent is back on there trending. Blue Bloods, which uh, is trending. The Bulls are trending. Um, unfortunately, the Bulls suffered a 42-point loss to the Golden State Warriors. Warriors lost last night before then to to Milwaukee. But uh, the Bulls had some uh, issues um, throughout the game, and I think they had lost. Uh, 
player earlier. I'm still trying to get the uh, word on that, but I think it was Zach Levine that they had lost earlier to an injury in that game. But the Warriors uh, winning um, pretty much uh, the final score uh, that I understand from that was 138 to 96. So um, that was that. Um, Direct TV um, is trending tonight as they plan to drop One America News Network dealing a major blow to the conservative channel. Uh, that news coming out. Uh, also trending uh, is uh, New York Undercover. Man, I haven't seen that show in forever, but they are playing New York Undercover reruns on BET. So a lot of people tuning in for that tonight. And then um, also trending tonight, Tiffany Haddish. Uh, she is facing a DUI charge after being arrested early Friday in Georgia. Uh, cops say that they found her sleeping in the driver's seat, uh, and they uh, she's now facing a DUI charge. Um, and then also trending um, some a little bit of some uh, sad and concerning news here. Chrissy is trending uh, as ESPN analyst and former uh, world number one tennis player Chris Everett announced that she has been diagnosed with stage 1C ovarian cancer. Uh, so best wishes to her. And Leonardo DiCaprio is trending as a made-up headline from a satirical account, Les Cinefiles, about Leonardo DiCaprio's ex-girlfriend's worst date has gone viral. Um, so that is also trending tonight. So quite a few things out there. A lot of it's mostly sports. Um, and then um, NBA, I think, on this uh, Friday night, um, but yeah, uh, Black Panther was also, oh, I'm sorry, Wakanda Forever was actually uh, trending as that is set to resume filming next week. Uh, after several setbacks, it's finally restarting production. So um, hopefully that will be in the movie theater soon. Um, but yeah, those are a look at the things trending tonight. I would actually have to say, uh, I learn something new every day. Uh, I always say if you're not learning something, you're not evolving. And there was an article that came out that stated that there is something that you're not supposed to do when you are texting someone. And it says never end a text message like this. How? Um, because texting is a way that we communicate and you – uh, everybody has its own set of rules, uh, but it turns out that it could all be in the punctuation. If you want to come across pretty much natural via text, especially with the younger set, it's best to unlearn a few things that you were taught in English class. Um, using the period at the end of a text message comes across as rude. Did you know that? No, I didn't. That's news to me. Um, it says that when it comes to texting, you have to throw all that grammar that you retain in your brain for your whole life out the window. Uh, the period at the end of a sentence, it says save that punctuation for your emails or your next novel. It's now considered rude or even passive aggressive in a text. To younger generations using proper punctuation in a casual context like texting, can pretty much give an impression of formality that borders on rudeness. 
as if the texter is not comfortable enough with the texting partner to relax. Uh, simply put, the inclusion of a uh, formality and casual communication is unnerving, according to the New York Times. Uh, a study out of uh, Binghamton University found that the inclusion of the period in text responses may be perceived as abrupt, and one-word text with periods were understood as more negative than responses without. Are you guilty of that? Of a period, sometimes. I, I don't know. I always possibly. See, see, here's the one thing with social media that I don't get. And, and leaving out of texting for a minute in this story, I always feel like you're being judged, especially with Facebook. <laughs> if you're writing a post, I feel that I, I'm being judged by friends who are teachers or educators or people of higher learning because if I do something wrong or if I say something in there, I think I'm going to get – because I see it at times in other people's um, posts where they'll be like, you know, T-H-E-I-R is there. T-H-E-R-E is there. <laughs> you know, they're like quick to point it out, which that I understand. But some people get really technical about it. But I did not know a punctuation during a text is perceived as that. Uh, so when you text I, I, your... I will say there are plenty of times that I text that I don't put punctuation unless it's a question mark. And sometimes I even do that like in the next text. Like I'd be, I'm, te- I'm texting so quickly that I'm like, da 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 blank, and I go, oh crap, that was supposed to be a question. Question mark, you know? Um, I don't know if I use punctuation or not because I don't pay attention to text messages, emails, yep. posts. Absolutely, I use punctuation the best I know how to, unless I'm trying to make it as informal as speech. Well, according to this New York Times, it says that texting simulates speaking out loud, and its practitioners want to send thoughts as they have them. Not using periods is a way for texters to indicate that they're feeling relaxed with the recipient. Uh, It says if you think of texting like a conversation that uh, flows uh, rhythmically between people, leaving the period out allows for continued fluid uh, discourse. While using a period closes the dialogue off with an abruptness that may lead to wrong impression. Picture being out at a restaurant with someone who gives short responses to everything or never says anything open-ended. That does not sound like a conversation that is flowing naturally or one that is much fun to be in. Ending every text with a period may conjure up similar feelings. So they suggest that you try huh. breaking up the text. Um, so you break it up. Or it says if you end a text with a period, whether you realize it or not, it adds meaning because anytime you do something that is not default, people have a tendency to interpret that as meaningful. If the period follows a word or phrase that is normally positive or neutral, it could make it seem aggressive or even passive aggressive. Uh, so, yeah, it is all about the punctuation. But that is what I learned this week from <laughs> an interesting article. So, yeah. Uh, don't do texting. Uh, really quick, uh, before we get to our Urban Dictionary Word of the Day, like I said, just a reminder that we are accepting uh, things for our uh, Tournament of Bad. 
uh, page one TOB hashtag uh, wherever you can find us. Uh, but now to the fun part, uh, which is the Urban Dictionary <laughs> Word of the Week, which we haven't done uh, in a little bit. But from what I understand, uh, when I've told people about it and when I try to explain it, people uh, crack up at it. Uh, so there, uh, I got a couple of them. Um, well, see, one is like automatic. I mean, we already, well, I'm not even going to use that one. Um, while I'm reading this, because people know I don't pre look for these. I do it as the page comes up because it makes it more spontaneous. Um, so the first urban dictionary word, I want to use it for last, but this one comes because this is brand new one. Uh, farmyard tennis. <laughs> um, oh my! Okay. <laughs> so the Urban Dictionary uh, describes. Uh, all right. Um, so the Urban Dictionary describes farmyard tennis as two people who are standing butt to butt, uh, passing an egg back and forth until one cannot return it. The loser typically is made out to eat the resulting egg. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So if anybody asks you if you want to play farmyard tennis, the answer is no. (laughs) Say no. No, no, and no. (laughs) You do not want to play farmyard tennis. And let's double up the nose. Yes. Um, let's. <laughs> uh, I can't get over that one. I tried so hard not to. Um, <laughs> I tried so hard not to go to that one. But the other one was one that I think we already know, which is toilet read. Uh, pretty much a book or magazine that stays in the bathroom and is read when one is sitting on the toilet. That's when some people get their um, best reading done. <laughs> uh, you know what? It's a very um, good place to think. Not going to lie. Yeah. Um, Do some of my best thinking in that room. <laughs> Another our dictionary word, voluntel. Uh, that is when you volunteer uh, someone else to do something and then tell them to do it. Um, oh, here's a good one. Dummy spitter. <laughs> Another urban dictionary word. It is an adult who gets angry over childish things and overreacts, much like a baby when its toys are taken away. <laughs> Dummy spitter. So next oh, time my Lord. Next... Okay. Yes, so next time you can... Um, well, I mean, that's what it was. Uh oh. Ew. No, I'm not gonna use that word. <laughs> By the way, I did bring up a previous um urban dictionary word uh to someone uh, in regards to um uh, something that was uh if you all recall from our previous conversation uh when we had discussed soaking. Uh and they had never heard of it. <laughs> And I actually have to go and look it up. <laughs> um, 
You can't say that this isn't a show that actually teaches, but, uh, yeah, they did not know about that, and they were just astounded by that um, word. Um, Bridge toll is an urban dictionary word. It is a typically grumpy person known most commonly for ruining someone's good mood or crashing someone's party or being an overall unpleasant person to be around. Uh, Yeah, so bridge toll. Trying to think of a good like Urban Dictionary word to end this on tonight because <laughs> you know what? As a matter of fact, no. um, I will end it with this one because this is the one that I saw, and pretty much, um, I will go with this one. But the Urban Dictionary word is Dallas threesome. Before okay. I even give the definition, what do you think it means? <laughs> Not coming up with anything good. The only well, thing that I'm coming up with is it's either sports related or it has to do with like the por- old porn movies. No, you're on both counts, but pretty much I will tell you. A Dallas threesome, according to Urban Dictionary, is when you have sex in a barn and a grazing cow stands there and watches you. <laughs> that, dear friend, is a Dallas Why threesome. does it have to be Dallas? <laughs> maybe because maybe because it has – I think more people think about, like, uh, when you think farm animals, I mean – the state that you always think of where the most cows or bulls probably are at is probably in Dallas because they they utilize a lot of meat there for steaks and for other stuff. So at one point it used to be Chicago. We were the hog butcher for the world when we had <laughs> the stockyards here. But now you think Dallas. I mean, you think horses. You think cows. You think um, – yeah, so so if you go to – who would want to have sex while they were in a barn with animals there? Right. <laughs> like, I'm still I mean, stuck I, on I, a lot of these things. Like, I, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of aspects here that I'm just not catching. <laughs> now, 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 I've got, now I've got additional questions, and now I'm going to have to ask – Someone that lives in Texas, if, <laughs> if that's true, <laughs> I don't know. I, like, is barn sex like a big thing, or what's going on here? I, there's also mask fishing, <laughs> which is a phenomenon where a person appears to be more attractive because they're wearing a face mask. <laughs> That'd be like um, cat fishing, except different. Yeah, that makes sense. They take yeah. the mask off, and it's like, oh, hello. Mm-hmm. And, and of course the one that I think we all know and I'm not even going to go into that one but uh, throat goat is also the urban dictionary <laughs> so I'm going to let you all look that one up and I'm not even going to go there um, 
Let's just say it means what it actually you think it means. So with that, I will uh, say that the clock on the wall is telling us it's just about time to go. Did you have any shout-outs this week? Um, I, okay. I don't know about shout-outs, but I will say that um, my condolences out to the family pretty close to me at one point. Um, so they had a loss this month. Again, we go back to 2021, just kicking, our, kicking us in the teeth. Um, but my condolences to them. And then um, I have a birthday coming up. Somebody's got a birthday. So happy birthday to to the boyfriend. Kiddo's boyfriend has a birthday. He's getting to be uh, a full-fledged man. And trust me, he'll get a smack or two to remind him that he's got he's got to stay on top of things and, <laughs> and just, be worth it. Just don't just don't do a glitter bomb. Just don't don't do that. <laughs> I don't know. We're we're thinking about it. It's that could be a birthday gift. But not this year. <laughs> yeah, you don't you, you don't you don't want to get a felony charge after <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I gotta wait quick, to see but... if he's figured out that he can call that assault, so you know, stay within <laughs> yeah. my stay in my lane kind of thing. Which for those of you that did not hear, there was actually a story, and I'll be brief, uh, of course, only in Florida, but it was in Clearwater, Florida, where two women were accused of going to a man's Florida apartment and throwing glitter at him during an argument after they're face- <laughs> now facing a felony charge. Uh, the two women uh, went to the man's apartment just before 3 a.m., started arguing with him as he stood on his fence balcony. They threw a container of glitter at him during the argument, and then – uh, they hit him in the head and torso, and then one climbed over the balcony fence, went into the man's apartment, threw more containers of glitter. I'm like, how much glitter did you have, and where did you get this glitter from? Uh, she did unlock the door Craft to let door. the other woman in. Yeah, to let the other woman inside, and then once she was inside, she threw more containers of glitter at us. And I'm, I'm just curious as to why they use glitter. It had to have been something that happened. I'm almost thinking, I'm going to even fill in the story, and I don't even know what happened. I bet you he would, to, but see, it was two women. So one had to have been the girlfriend, and one the other was the best friend. I bet you he went I to wouldn't a strip be club. Friend. You and I went to the same place. You and I went <laughs> to the same place. <laughs> this is why we've been friends for so long. He lied about it, came home. And she made a big stick about it. She's like, oh, you came home with glitter on you. So now I'm going to give you all the glitter in the world that you want. It just all this glitter probably from some craft store. And they're probably wondering, what the heck are these ladies doing with all this glitter? <laughs> they went and just threw glitter on <laughs> You and I went to the same place. A little slightly different on my end, but, yeah, we went to the same place. He went somewhere where <laughs> ladies are scantily clad with possible, like, body <laughs> glitter on them. He came home. I'm going to go with he cheated on said girlfriend with glitter bomb, or with glitter bo- or body glitter chick. And they're like, oh, you want body glitter? We got you body glitter. <laughs> we got you body glitter. <laughs> what I love about the story. We got the you end, body though, glitter. What I love about the story of how the cops found him was that when they got to the apartment complex where the vehicle was, 
they said the arrest affidavit said that the vehicle was still warm to the touch and had glitter inside. <laughs> it just gets me how much it gets me how many like no offense to a lot of the guys I know, but a lot of the guys I know absolutely hate glitter. They have no problem with confetti. They're okay with sequins. They absolutely hate glitter. And I don't know what the difference is, but no, okay. You no, you know why? Because glitter, if you had a bad experience with it, it like it seems like it's something that just never comes off. And no matter – you could like wipe your hand everywhere. It always seems to wind up someplace else. And I think that's why a lot of guys probably don't. Some guys probably don't as well because some girl, they probably, you know, or they saw a lot of girls that usually always had glitter and it probably either got to their eye or they probably got in trouble. What I don't know. I can't explain for every guy why they don't like glitter. I don't know. But I, I've, it's more one of those things where it's kind of like if you get it or if you get like a card or if you get like something else, Glitter goes all over the place, and you're still finding it like weeks later. I think that's why. I, I don't know. <laughs> I think so. They don't mind it on the stripper. But just don't want it all over. <laughs> Body glitter is one thing. <laughs> Body right glitter on a stripper is one thing. Glitter coming off of a birthday card handwritten by the person that you say you love is a totally different thing. T- totally different. <laughs> totally different. <laughs> <laughs> One's worthwhile, the other one oh, is worthwhile, but yeah. <laughs> Just saying. Um, oh. did you have any other shout outs today? No, but happy birthday to the boyfriend. Yes, happy <laughs> birthday to him. Happy birthday to the good. Yeah. Yes, happy birthday to him. My own shout out. I uh, don't know if he's listening, but to be happy birthday. I know it's a birthday this weekend, uh, weekend birthday for him. And if any of you had a birthday here in uh, the early months of the year, happy birthday to you. Uh, hopefully you celebrated a bit by tuning in with us tonight, and we hope that you celebrate every week by tuning in with us on Friday nights here, 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central. Uh, we will join you back here next week. Uh, we are already now um, – Two shows down to the year. I think we're going to have to link. Every time we lengthen the shows, we end up making it like we're like, oh, we'll go an hour. We started the show with a half hour. How did we do a half hour show? I have no idea. <laughs> I thought back on that. Yeah. When we, started, <laughs> when we started doing these, we fit something. Because you know why? I'll, I'll tell you why. Now that you actually asked that question. When we first started, we only chose like one or two topics and quickly went through them, didn't really give them a lot of time, didn't really extend into them, came on, hey, how is it going, blah, 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 good night. When we expanded out the show, we said, man, are we going to have something to fill for an hour? You know, we'll go 30. If it goes past that, cool. I think it started going like 45, 50 minutes. Then we started going an hour. I only got through two topics tonight, really. And we're almost, um, is some of it filled by filler? Perhaps it could be. <laughs> but that's the good thing about bit. podcasts. That some podcasts go for two hours. So, you know, 
Hey, I don't know. But like I tell the people every week, you don't know if you're going to get an hour out of us. I thought tonight for sure it was going to be an hour or less. Didn't think we'd be sitting here hour 20 minutes in. If you hang, if you've hung out with us the entire time, we love you. Um, and if you hung out with us this long, come to the Discord. <laughs> yes, go to the Discord. Um, definitely go to the Discord and hang out there, and um, you will be in for a treat. Um, but uh, to everybody over on Discord, hello. Uh, if you're listening to the podcast, but yeah, no, I, I don't know. It's it, soon we'll probably go to full two hours. I have no idea. <laughs> so crazy. So Is it crazy. a bad thing? Is it a bad thing? No. Uh, did I say it was a bad thing? No. It is not a bad no. thing. It's a great way to spend no. a Friday night. Yes, yes, it is. Because you know what? Here's the thing. It's wintertime. Even then, on Friday nights, nobody wants to go out really anymore. And plus, you can't in some places. You can't have fun anymore. So if you're going to have some, I hope that you spend it with us, at least on this podcast. Because do we do serious stories once in the blue moon? We like to have a lot more fun. And as I always say, tell a friend. So if you tell a friend, then eventually this grows. And when this grows, then uh, we can do more with you guys in regards to calls, which we're always welcome to. Uh, some people ruined it for a while, but we're always welcome when you call, and we're thankful that you do. So, yeah, um, that is a very good question. I, I didn't even really think about it until we really started going past the top of the hour. And when we did, yeah. That's what makes a great podcast. So I'm happy that you're here. I'm happy that all of you all are here. Yeah, but no, we we do this. We'd love to do this 52, 26 weeks. It's 26 weeks in a year. I was almost 52 weeks in a year. How many weeks in a year? Thank you. Uh, 26 paychecks. I get paid yeah, bi-weekly. 26 paychecks. By the way, I have a I have a huge issue with that. Uh, because a lot of people kind of got screwed over because this technically for some people is their first paycheck of the year because what happened, and I had to explain to some people, was that a lot of you possibly got paid on um, – well, yeah, that's what kind of happened. Well, because of the way that the holiday kind of mm-hmm. fell, you got paid on the December 31st. That week. So, you know, now you only get two checks this month, (laughs) and if your larger check or bonus check is the second check of the month, you pretty much got to wait for the last week of this month to get it. So, yeah, you kind of get a little bit screwed over, but um, what can you do? I think there was a town in Indiana that actually had to pay uh, folks. uh, They couldn't pay them uh, at the end of last month. Because it was an extra check, and they didn't have money in the budget to cover one additional paycheck for the year. So they had to wait until, I think, last week to get their money, which, yeah. It's, oh, it's I would be so mad. I would be very mad. Um, but you know what, though? That's the weird thing with paychecks is that I, in my lifetime of working, Went from uh, I used to get paid uh, one job I had. You got paid uh, monthly. 
try doing that. <laughs> oh no, I don't want to. Please That's don't. The, Please don't make me. That that was the most horrible thing I think I ever had to do because even though you get it all at one given point and it's cool, it's kind of like giving a five-year-old $10 to go into the candy store and telling him that's all he could spend for next month because you're pretty much going to spend it all. Not really thinking about, hey, I can come back in a couple of weeks and I'm going to even this out. You were struggling normally by like the end of the third week. (laughs) (laughs) Worst idea ever. But yeah, but I digress. And just like that, We've almost stretched this out to 90 minutes, but yes. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's why this show is the way it is. But no, thank you all so much for listening, though. We will be back with you here next Friday night, 10 o'clock Eastern, 9 o'clock Central. Um, As always, in parting, um, thanks so much for listening, and peace. One. Don't forget to get the latest show info on Twitter at News Comment BTR and add us as a podcast on Apple.